Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Rusty Core Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe, and Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Uh, Zoya Novitskaya. Pyotr Ilyastovich. Kwame. Yeah! Because we're all finally getting to explore the bit that the main campaign will never make it to. I just have to accept that. Uh, so we are going to be picking up pretty much where we left off. As a brief rundown for anyone who's picking up, you are all three hired explorers, hired by... Uh, Phoebe, the daughter of a uh, certain Mr. Fogg. Phoebeus Fogg. Phoebeus Fogg, <laughs> that's the one. Uh, and you have been hired specifically to find a city that doesn't exist. 
and seem to have found your first building of yeah, a city that doesn't exist. in wilderness survival and mm. adventure, basically. Mm. Yeah. You've gone as far north as the maps went, and then you've kept going for a while. Yep. Uh, you ran into a manimal. Uh, yeah. Let's not forget you're being followed by a manimal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're currently... Uh, exploring a building that appears to have been plopped into the middle of nowhere uh, having seen a large sort of explosion fairly recently and you are again completely swamped in the smell of kind of mouldy bear yes stinky bear smell so we are going to pick up exactly where we left off which is you had just reported that you had found Maybe the city. To <laughs> no, we were clear about what it yeah, was. Yeah, we found a weird house. They but... made some assumptions. So, um what we are going to do is we're going to pick up where Phoebe kind of just drops off the, let's call it a call, for yeah. a little bit. And then about five minutes passes and then comes back going, sorry about that, father got rather excited. Yes. Uh, we'd very much like you to explore further. Yes, there is not really further. It's one house in a crater. Have so you, there's not really a further to go. Have you found any written materials that you could perhaps bring back? Uh, yes, I've taken a rubbing of this. Um, it's in a script I can't recognise. It doesn't look like any language that I know, um, past or present. So. Excellent, excellent. Um, father's fairly convinced that you must be at the outskirts. So This building is very isolated. It is in the middle of a crater, a very big crater. It is the only thing standing at the epicentre of this very big crater. And we, we can see the fallen trees for a long distance in each direction. Well, uh, maybe the outskirts are very, very large? This, as ridiculous we as it... We will continue looking, but I do not think you should raise your hopes. As ridiculous as it sounds, this building almost certainly fell from the sky. Uh, very well. Um, in that case, I suppose your instructions are continue north and keep looking up. Yes, in case any buildings fall on our heads. Well, yes, but we'd like to know if they're, if they're floating. We'd like to see them in their, in their habitat. Right, well, yes, we'll keep an eye I, out for a floating city. I was in Prague once. There is floating city there. Could there be floating city here? Do we have the ability to explore sky? No. I'm sure you've got it in hand. Um, we will continue to survey our surroundings, as uh, per. And do make sure to uh, mark on the map as much detail as you can. Yes. Yes, we have been taking regular cartographic survey. Very well. I will be checking in in 24 hours this time. Obviously, if something is exciting, you can expect a little bit more oversight. Right. Goodbye. Sorry, I should not have said thing about city in sky. <laughs> When didn't want to listening. get that was overexcited. That, that was foolish. But you're right. I mean, it, it does exist. It is. can, but we'd probably see it or have seen it on clearer days. Um, well, anyway. That is what I was thinking. The whole Kwame. Yeah, uh, question. Kwame's still a wolf, right? Kwame's yeah. very okay, much cool. a wolf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kwame, do you have ability to be bird? <laughs> I think that, that sounded we, like a no. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, well, uh, we should be very thorough before we leave this. Yes. Okay. Uh, can we can we take twenty on an, uh, in D and D fair fed? Um, it's a thing that works in this system, so I'm going to say yes, you can. Okay. I think we should like take twenty to explore this place. I don't think we should risk missing anything, and we're not really under time pressure. I'll allow or... you to take twenty to search the building, not yeah. take twenty to search the crater. Just no, to be a hundred percent clear on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I. I think that we shouldn't rely on rolls because if we miss something, it could be quite. Well, that's what a GM's for. Yeah, I mm. guess. Can I specifically be looking for interesting smells? 
Yes. Okay, cool. So I'm going to assume that you all take 20. Uh, well. Ooh. So I, my next plan was to start to inspect the crater and like the soil that this house has landed on, where there's anything underneath it. So I, if that are takes you 20, looking specifically not... around the well, building itself? Yes, where it's impacted. I'm happy to just have all of you take a twenty okay, that's because that house. means I can Fine. sync up the timelines otherwise the two taking 20 are going to be going for a few hours yeah that's fine mm. okay cool I'm going to say it takes you about four hours if you're going to do a full take 20 because yeah, um, we're doing things like there might be an attic yeah. what's it made of again we've been here for six months four hours ain't that much of a problem yeah that's fine <laughs> we don't have the urgency of the, <laughs> the main campaign at some point I turn back into a human then because I'm only a wolf for three hours then. that's fine in terms of additional things uh, you find some remnants of a humanoid uh, turns out buried amongst the rubble and by buried amongst I mean you smelt something as a wolf and then had a big old dig for a while ah, um, it was properly so cool. buried you would not have found it if you hadn't scented it <laughs> um, very in, serious druid <laughs> in terms of um, I'm gonna like a dog with a bone I'm gonna give you a chunk of information but if you want additional information on the body specifically I am gonna expect some ancient rolls. aliens pointy heads and um, they are can I lick the body they are not the right size for human um, they are too large to be human bones um, they are very large bones actually mechanically large gargantuan like it is hard to tell they're in quite a bad state of disrepair Fair enough. certainly they are not human bones they are too large to be human bones but they seem to have the same basic structure you're looking at a pentadactyle limb there's like a bit of an arm left there's still like a jawbone it's not all fangs is and it stuff as like big that. as the manimal um, or bigger or smaller I don't know you could guess that it might be an approximate size of the manimal okay. um, but it's quite difficult to tell like I said it has been literally crushed to I, bits so sorry again like to <sighs> Visual into mechanical. Is it broadly one size category larger than us? Broadly speaking, it might have been the size of a bear. Cool, yeah. Okay. But again, no, it's I've literally parts of it are powder. Sure. But does it taste like a bear? Um, do you actually eat some? I want to lick some. Cool, give me a fort save. <laughs> um, tastes like a bear. Poisonous. The whole, the whole thing did smell of rotting bear. This is, sure, this is true. This is a correct. Did the house is, just is, hit is, a is massive just, bear? Is it just a skeleton? No, No, it's a body. It is a skeleton. Like that, you, you get that there, there is the implication that there may have been flesh here at some point. However, it has been completely like desiccated. It has been here. That means a it long must have been a time. long time. Yeah, and the, ages the, and ages the and only ages. Fell recently. Like the body, Assumedly. the body might have been here again. Well, then we heard it. We're assuming that was the building. Without, you know, without, we don't big, necessarily know. without big heel checks and so on. This is a body that's been here like a hundred years what or so. What would archaeology come off of? Is it history or investigation? Um, investigation in this situation. Dang. History is to have the contextual information. That's fine. Investigation is to discover new stuff. That was an honest question. I don't know how to do a fort save. Did you mean a con save? I do. I'm apologising. Okay. It's because in, in one <laughs> I was day... Like, where is fortitude It's because today this? I'm going to be running both Pathfinder and Fifth Ed and my brain is starting to break. Oh! Uh-oh. A natural one on constitution. Okay, that's good to know. Give and me a fumble. second... <laughs> Do you have anything that gives you advantage on constitution saves? Doubt it, I doubt it. Oh, you're a druid? Yeah, probably not. I don't know. Well, the thing is as well, my constitution is one of the stats that changes when I'm a wolf. This uh, is excellent. I'm really happy this has happened. This is terrible. Um, this, just anytime Alex is happy, just... Oh, no. I've um, got, like... You know what? Yeah, it tastes like that. Oh, no, you're a werebear now. <laughs> a werebear. Uh, it, t- it tastes of bear. Okay. 
Um, that's the best description I can give. That However, by tastes of, that's a bit of a stretch. It could also taste of frog because this is the, it's bits of bone that are hundreds of years old. Well, then it couldn't taste. The frogs don't have bones, do they? Wait, this is my yes, point. Yes, they do. Frogs have bones. Of course, they have bones. <laughs> Just slimy. Um, <laughs> in my in my in my surface level brain, right, slimy things don't happen. Okay. So, <laughs> so to answer your question, Helen, it's same <laughs> level as work. <laughs> I'm going to save you from yourself and skip past this. <laughs> I need to start having Helen do more knowledge at some point. Check. Look, to be fair, at some point in their development cycle, they don't have bones. Tadpoles don't have bones. That's so why I'm confused. I, 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 <laughs> that's I, my story, and I'm sticking to I it. I am going to pitch natural knowledge a little bit lower. That's fine. <laughs> it, yes, it tastes of bear. However, everything here tastes of bear. The air tastes of bear currently. Air bear. It, you can't tell. In terms of other info from this natural 20, uh, you not well, you know what I mean, the, this um, Take 20. taking 20, yeah. uh, you find a few more written materials, uh, you find what were probably some ceramic pots of some kind okay. that have, like, ochery residues in. I do all of the appropriate record-taking in a society where we don't have cameras. That's absolutely fine. Um, in terms of the ground around it, um, it doesn't look any discernibly different from... Um, the rest of the crater. What I would say is, given that you're going for a 20, um, it doesn't look like this thing has done much of an impact. Like, it, it's not like this has fallen from very high in the sky, landed, and then made an enormous yeah, crater. Yeah, you think the house would completely shatter at that point, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It, more, it looks more like this is just sort of crumped down from a small-ish height. Oh. Um, in terms then of other stuff... My brain did a realise. The, um, <laughs> the building, once you had a proper examination, yes, it has stone. It's actually primarily wood. It makes use of stone as a building material, but not the primary construction element. And you, <laughs> also, you also find what seems to be... Uh, I'm going to give you this for free, um, Zoya, because of the archaeology background stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you reckon it might have been maybe a shaman's house... It has what could have been maybe what's left of a shrine, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, it's hard to tell. It's a. It, it's all really old. Oh, cool. Did the skeleton so poking excited. out the bottom yes. have anything cool on its feet? Uh, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> stop me from speaking to make a wizard of Oz joke. It has. <laughs> I have yes, to answer the question. Do it again. The it, wicked bear of the north. It had some remnants of fur <laughs> upon it. Uh, it had no remnants of any kind of leg wrappings of any kind. Love the po-faced answer. I have another question about the building. Um, what scale is the building on? It is a building appropriate for the size of humanoid creature whose remains you have found. Okay, so it's so it's larger than a human building. Absolutely, would be. yes. Mm. What you're coming to realise is this building that looked like it might have been maybe three stories tall is actually a very small-ish two-story building, kind of like a mezzanine-style yeah. It's a reverse yeah. halfling house. Honestly, yeah. It's, it's a reverse <laughs> halfling house, and what's more is you get the impression it was actually one floor with maybe a raised bed section, sort of Skyrim oh, North style. We're in D&D now. Goliath suddenly exists. <laughs> <laughs> Change the system. Change oh, get rid of them all. Get rid of them all. <laughs> um, so, uh, right, do you want... I have made a realisation, which I think is correct, as Ben. Do you okay. want an arcane check, arcana check from Zoya, or do you want me to just have a theory? It depends. Why don't you... 
Okay, uh, I'm going to yeah. do something. Okay, you're going to tell me what your theory Express is theory in, an edit. in an edit, yeah. and also with uh, Bryn and Helen not listening. Okay, and then I'll oh. make the call. Sure. Okay. Okay. Here's the edit. Let's go back in. That'll be a knowledge, knowledge arcana. arcana. Um, cool. I have no way to justify any advantage or anything. So I just. Hey. Nice. Uh, that is a twenty-three. Um. So. Would you like me, Ben? Yes. To uh, you're gonna live edit my speech. I'm, I'm trying to decide what's the best way of doing this. Why don't you, in real time, sort of in character, go, "Oh, I've had an idea," and mm-hmm. explain what the idea was that you just mentioned to me, and then I will edit, like I will give an additional insight yeah, yeah, yeah. once okay. you've pitched it. So, while we're doing this, I'm gonna run excitedly over to where you, uh, you people are, and go. I, I think I've realised this. It, it didn't fall from the sky. This is the epicenter of a magical effect, possibly some sort of teleportation effect, because the house, if it fell from the sky, would be destroyed utterly, right? So it's fallen from a very small height, but how did a house come here to fall from, like, ten foot anyway? So I think that what happened is there's been some sort of teleportation epicenter, which has caused, like, a magical explosion, which has left the house almost as, like, um... Uh, fallout, um, effectively. So the house teleported in, caused the explosion, and then just fell to the ground. Now, an internal monologue... Everything that you have said would scan. No one has ever been able to teleport something even remotely this size. That's cool. We are standing in a massive crater, so I am <clears throat> accepting that... This is, let's this say is this a is working true. hypothesis, yeah, 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 yeah. but you do categorically know that no one would be able to teleport something as big as a building. So this would be a major magical discovery. This, this is probably, if it's going to be magical, it will probably be a naturally occurring event. Like, oh, okay. Think okay. like... Maybe it's a magical volcano. I don't know. Sure. But no it's person will have done this. Beyond people scale. Also, I, I don't know if it's relevant, but it looks like this house is probably the house of some sort of shaman or, or magical um, member of the community because it's uh, full of ritualistic and magical paraphernalia. So this seems to line up quite well. But obviously, this would be impossible. You can't teleport a building. It doesn't. Nobody's ever done that before. So, well, this is Russia, and also it tasted like a bear. So, yes. So, Wait, did bear, building, did <laughs> Russian bear people have teleported the house is what we're currently working with. Seems plausible. Did, did the body we found would have been here before building or after building? I Does anyone have knowledge? He- healing, sorry. Well, you kind of previously said it's crushed by the house, right? It's, it, it, it's been powdered by uh, impact. It has been, it's in a terrible condition. Um, it is currently buried under house and you dug it up. That's the info I gave you. I'm not going to make a medicine check. I'm just going to state what I think we have that's from... Fine. That's yeah, fine. if that's acceptable. Well, it, maybe it, it, um, the body was teleported with the house at the same time. You know, when uh, and then the house fell on it. Mm. Everyone give me a perception check, please. 16. Uh, Are we still in my favoured environment? Yes. 27. 10. The ranger hears something where I'm going to take a descriptive shortcut. You hear what can best be described as the sound of a building being dropped into a nearby location. Oh my gosh. Further towards the crater, uh, sort of very distant, sort of... Oh wait, okay, maybe a massive misunderstanding. Further towards the crater, do you mean when you're not, not at the epicenter? You are not in the actual... Oh! You, you are on the way to, you are not in the exact middle of... This changes everything! <laughs> yes! I genuinely thought that this was the crater. Yeah. You have been struggling to discern distance because visibility is garbage. Fair enough. You are very okay. close, you are well on the way, you're right. about halfway to the very epicenter. Okay, right. Like that, yeah, yeah that, that, that's... Okay, I think we'd all be sure. working under the assumption yeah. this was the epicenter. Yeah. Fair okay, enough. right, well... Um, Guys, what? 
think I just heard another building. There has been what? a consistent low-level rumble I've mentioned sort of previously that is just mm. an ambient rumble, let's call Look, it. But this was a to the Ranger. It was a <laughs> in addition to. I, I can't be sure. I no, do I'm not, not saying not you're wrong. Build, just let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was an exclamation of general. What? Not. I think you're wrong. <laughs> just this is ridiculous. Come on. Okay. I think it was uh, that way. By that way, it is towards the centre yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. You all set off. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at a jog. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the To reiterate what I've said before, the smell of manky bear <laughs> continues to blow from the direction that you're walking to, and you're not... How do I put it? You're not covering enough distance for it suddenly to completely change quality, but you're still convinced that it's all coming from the same vague direction. However, you're barely running at all when you see another building looming out of the mist. And by hardly at all, I mean couple of hundred metres and the sound sounded much further away than that. Oh, let's go look. This is this is closer than b- building I heard. So there are... This building appears to be in a far worse condition than the first one you saw. Um, it's it's fallen a lot more awkwardly. Looks like it's fallen on its roof. Oh. So it's mostly just a pile of rubble at this stage. Size-wise, maybe similar, but it's effectively completely destroyed. We can come back. I think we should continue on. Continue forward. I want to see Epicenter. Kwame, what do you think? Sure. Right, let's, let's go. Let's see what's in the middle of this. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so you keep going and then after maybe uh, another half kilometre, you see another two buildings. One far to the left, and one a bit further to the right and so on. The ground is growing steadily more difficult. I'm still not going to require checks because you basically all have Special the necessary powers. skills. Something Ranger has no one has. Spe- <laughs> However, it is going to start reaching the point where it starts being difficult to rain and starts being climb checks because mm. the ground is being steadily more and more messed up. Um, I'm not going to require it yet, but you can see which way the wind's blowing, as it were. Um, That'd be athletics. Additionally, um, you see that um, the buildings also appear to have fallen in what's apparently a random um, thing that there's no pattern to there landing shape so it's not like they all got dropped at the same position I'd say and then everyone give me a perception check please oh 25 15 14 okay Kwame right at the edge of your vision it's dead ahead and right at the edge of your vision for a moment you think that maybe there's a cloud passing in front of the sky in front of the sun obviously it's misty it's still poor visibility and dusty and so on and then you realise, no, there is something enormous right at the edge of your visibility. Like, like enormous. Look! Like, a so mountain has sneaked up on you, enormous. Yes. Uh, we look. I look. You aren't able to make it out from this distance. It's right is at the it, edge of your vision. In the direction we're heading? Due the direction that you're heading. W- w- what is there? I can't see anything. There's, there's something big in the sky. R- right. Um, let's, we get closer let's to go. see what it is. Do you all approach stealthily or not? No, I think we're still... Care- no. I was, I was going to drop to carefully. So I've- with 5th Ed, there's a wonderful little system, which is quite useful, um, which is if you're doing overland travel for like extended distances, there are a few rules where I won't require stealth checks. If you just say that we're going carefully, you move... It takes you twice as long to get where you're going, but you are just being stealthy. Um, it's intended for when you're travelling, you know, miles and kilometres, yeah, yeah. not like 50 feet. Are, are you two sort of trying to hair off? I'm not, not hairing, but I'm still trying to be rapid, because I... I still think there might be something happening as we're going. Okay. 
I'm going to be like, wait, I think if it's an ongoing magical effect, it could be very dangerous, so we should maybe just take a little more care. We're already in the area, like... I th- the epicenter- if something's going to fall on us, there's nothing we can do, so... <sighs> uh, okay, okay, right, let's go. Not so you will press on? Yeah. Um, soon everyone can see that there is something massive uh, ahead. The best way to describe it at this distance at first is it looks like someone put a cliff face here. Um, you don't know how it got there, and by cliff face we're talking, you know, like cliffs of Dover extending to the left, extending to the right. Not really sure how that's there. Natural or man-made? As you approach, you start to realise it's not a cliff face. In fact, it, it takes you, as you're getting closer and closer, longer and longer to even begin to discern what it is, because it's completely wrong. And then suddenly, all of you have that. You know when you're looking at like a, a either a mag- like a magic eye picture and then it suddenly resolves into something? Mm. What you're looking at is what appears to be a human settlement that's been vertically uh, rotated. Whoa. So the entire... Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going for. And by human settlement, I don't mean a village. I mean, it looks like a town has been tipped on its end and is towering into the sky with all of the buildings and so on, mostly destroyed still clinging to the surface that they're on and hanging above you as an enormous vertical cliff face. What the... What is this? I mean, this is more it's impressive... It's a city. Than teleporting I'm take a break there, because we are on time. Yes! <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome back. So you are currently boom, looking at, uh, uh, in fairness, it is a sort of, technically in this system, a fifth ed sort of city on its side, not a, not a full inception. Well, you enough. know, there's yeah, no yeah. skyscrapers, I'm afraid. Well, that's actually relevant. Um, culturally, what architecture is this? Um, you're going to have to give me a perception check just to... See through the fog. Well, see through fog, a city that's at the wrong angle <laughs> and also mostly broken. Fair enough. Very quickly, um, as we come up to it, are there any written things? Because that's a good way to tell where a city is from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me the roll. Perception, yeah? Yep. Oh, I'll do that too. 20. 21. 12. Okay. Um, same culture as the buildings that you saw earlier. <laughs> Sorry, I've just realised. When we start to explore the city, you're outside your favourite terrain. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Didn't take urban environments. Uh, the fool! Didn't take vertical urban. <laughs> Verb. There's a, a rogue like I don't I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. So uh, as you starting approaching and so on, you realise firstly it's definitely from the same culture as the other buildings. Same kind of design seems to be mostly timber with like stone element building elements rather than literally entire wall faces. Uh, you can tell that the building that you saw they're all broadly speaking the same size. Um, in terms of culture, this is not a thing that you have any reference to it might as you're looking at it it does have elements of what in this world's known as russia so things like maybe a hint of moscow in there maybe a hint of st petersburg but it isn't it it really is culturally distinct and in terms of writing you do spot like halfway up 
Okay, I've got to flick my own head here. You see what you would take a stab at is some kind of inn that maybe has some writing in front of it. It's in a similar cuneiform-esque script. Yeah. And the reason that you can guess it's a tavern is that a whole mess of pots have fallen out of it horizontally into one of the other buildings, and you can see, like, the inside of it. So were these other buildings thrown from the main structure? Did this flip? But you you said if they fell from if they move from that distance yes. they get shattered. I know, but I've this is a city on its side. I don't know what I think anymore. And I'm going to add a final element as you are having this conversation and coming to a stop. You finally get to see the quality of the ground that all the buildings are on. Uh, there appears to be no earth there. It appears to be a large man-made wooden lattice structure, almost like a pontoon. So all of the buildings appear to be attached to one another via wood. Oh, goodness, it's blooming, what is it, Rivertown from bloody The Hobbit? Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, built structurally in terms of like how it might work, it has that vibe. Like, it is, yeah, it has a Venice Is it called Rivertown before people start shouting at me? I don't think it is called Rivertown. Lake Town. Lake Town, that's, that's it. the one. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, <laughs> like it, Rivertown, it, but stationary. It isn't that there is a whole slab of stone. It appears that even the ground it's on is potentially man made. Is there any sign of life, any sign of activity? Not yeah. confused, but oh, I don't know. <laughs> My house is on its side. <laughs> this guy's going, oh, it's a bit of a fixer-upper, mate. Whoa. Aren't we in a little pickle? Now, the problem you've got here is... Uh, what, <laughs> this, this, is some, this is some pretty major subsidence. Um, you know, like, you might need special equipment. Could you get a surveyor when you do this? <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> Cowboy surveyors, honestly. You can't get the out nowadays, can you? Oh, terrible. <laughs> so, uh, no, there does not appear to be. In fact, there doesn't even appear to be bodies kicking around. Any ideas? I have nothing. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I have no. The smell of bear is horrendously situation. overpowering. Horrendously overpowering. Like struggling to breathe. If mm. it gets any worse, we're going to be at regular fort saves. Horrendous. It's I'm, like you've crawled inside a rotting bear. We've still got our wetted rags as well. The only reason you've gotten yeah. this fort far is from that. I'm starting to think that we might be finding a mass grave. Honestly. On, on, honestly, that's the kind of vibe you get. It feels like your inner corpse. It's horrendous cool. to smell. Cool story. Thanks, Alex. Yep. Something, Alex. something went very wrong here. <laughs> yes. Mm. Uh, I. We explore, we climb, we go round it, see what's happening on the underside? I think go we round. should climb, but we should no. go round first. Go round. Yeah. I want so to f- we know what's yeah. there. Yes. We should see the source of that smell as well, because it could be... Um, Oh, but it's disgusting. We have we have to know that it could be very bad. And give us some indications of maybe what happened to the people here. Hopefully not, but it's you know signs point to yes on that one. Sentient bears, eh. dead sentient bears. Yeah. Everyone, give me a perception check, please. Okay. Oh man. I should use passive more, but this is actually an active perception. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume I'm no longer in my favourite terrain. You are, unfortunately, I'm afraid your favourite no. terrain is is currently not where you are. As a ranger, do you like flick over? You're like, oh, oh, I've got, I've got worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got nineteen. Nineteen. Eleven. Fourteen. Uh, Kwame again. Yeah. There is a fell voice on the air. Specifically, it's, it's Saruman. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, it's an animal voice. I'm afraid. Oh. It sounds like a bird cry of it's some beyond. kind. But okay. it is. Uh, it is the cry of a large creature far away, not a small creature nearby. Okay. Do you know what? I think Kwame's going to probably uh, wait. A large. So a large creature. Yes, a large creature far away. Eagle or dragon. It sounds more like a beast than a, like, 
enormous magical aberration. I'm not giving you more than that. You're not <laughs> able to determine species by cry what size over is miles. Beast, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> a beast. You're common or garden variety beast. Like, beast. You can tell the difference between like a blackbird. A and beast a... is a naturally occurring animal within 5e. So it is something oh. you think it is a natural cry, not a magical cry. In which case, I'm just going to ignore it. Okay, that's fine. So birds make noises. I, I they need do. to know. They love it. You are currently looking. You are heading exactly due north, looking at a vert, uh, vertical city. Okay. Yeah. Do you turn east to your right or west to your left? This matters. Yeah, we're going to get eaten by a grue. This matters. Yeah. What's a grue? Uh, uh, the old um, text adventure piece. You're only going to get eaten by a grue if you head due north. You're fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> into the donk. <laughs> east or west? You I need die. To you die. Yeah. West. Are, uh, well, are there any? Indicators of whether, uh, basically, at the moment, this choice is arbitrary from the description we've had. Is there anything to indicate there that is it not. would not be? Fine? There is genuinely not at all. So, yes. Prince Ed West, let's go west. Yeah. Okay, cool. You start heading west. So, you start heading west, walking alongside the vertical city. Um, as you're walking and you've gotten a bit closer to the bottom, I'm going to say that you're a healthy distance from it so a, a freak building collapses and land on you. I'm assuming there's, like, crashes and stuff as bits fall And that's the thing, is there's very... There's not much, it's, actually. It's settled and It has settled, but... yeah. So what you do see is a big old pile of buildings at the base where the city sort of meets the ground. A handy ramp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's mostly rubble, mostly timber and stone, Um and so you're keeping a safe distance from, from all of this, I'm going to say. Um, but you start heading west. As you start heading west, you all notice as well that your new friend appears to not be following you anymore. That is a shame. I wanted to meet. Yep, I'd like to resolve that plot thread, but... Uh, yep. <laughs> We're all looks, about to looks die. Looks like we didn't. <laughs> uh, you continue heading uh, west, and as you start doing so, the nature of the smell starts to change. Oh, um, it starts to smell more organic and earthy as opposed to more like gangrenous. Um, honestly, so more like a live bear. Uh, it, honest, no, honestly, as you're walking along, all of you start having this thing where it kind of smells like manure has been mixed in with this horrible. Oh, bear great! Smell. Poo and corpse. It actually helps. Bear fertilizer. It, it actually <laughs> from Dior. It actually. <laughs> <laughs> Poo and corpse. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 we've, we've got the mics to do this. Poo and Corpse by Calvin Klein. But said in French, Poo <laughs> Little Body by Dior. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there is a qualitative change to the smell, but you're also noticing that the smell of the, like... That's wrong, Bit Body. Bit Body, <laughs> But, yeah. Yeah. As you're heading this way, there is a qualitative improvement. Despite the fact that the quality of the smell is changing, it's smelling slightly less sort of, again, gangrenous, let's say, slightly less sour and a little bit more natural as a smell. Not a nice smell, but a, a smell that you can handle in a way that you couldn't the other one. Um, and you keep going. And I'm going to say maybe after about 600 metres or so, um, no, let's let's say you're pushing about a kilometre actually. Um, the the city just ends. Um, there are no, there's no petering out. It's when I say city, we're talking sort of medieval city where actually it's it's a glorified village where yeah. the buildings just got really close together and dense, and they started building on top of one another. It has what seems to be like a a city wall of kinds. Then, so it's like so it is like the edge of what would have been the city. It's not like 
a break in this Absolutely. weird platform. It looks like a clear mm. edge. Right. Um, does, does the platform end in like a... This is so the this the is what I'm getting to. Sorry, yeah. So the platform itself ends at the wall. Right. And then you see a huge amount of ropes and sort of massive like uh, leather strops and so on extending off into the mist beyond it. What is a leather strop? So a leather strop is the kind of thing, imagine a horse's saddle. Okay. Uh, you know the leather um, that you would use to say strap down certain bits? Sure. So it's like it's like a belt okay. almost, but half belt, half rope. Is it a strap but because it's got to do with horse riding, it's got a special name that is one letter away from strap? Yes. Okay. Um, it's what happens if a 30 foot rope and a belt have a baby. Okay. Ah. A big bouncing so some pretty baby. Si- serious <laughs> civic engineering. Uh, yeah. Healthy um, baby. Big, big, like. <laughs> It, think suspension bridge in terms when of scale. You've, you've said a lot of times the visibility is not very good. Yes. Is that that's true in all directions and upwards yes. as well? Yes. Um, however, you, I'm going to assume you keep going even beyond the edge of the city. Yeah, we're going round to see yeah, what's on the go. As you start, Are we going to do a breathe in, breathe out thing, or can I just state that I've been looking up quite regularly? That's fine. Since I'm, we I'm, first assuming <laughs> fell I'm assuming you have. I'm assuming you have. I'm assuming you have. That's fine. You go beyond this sort of strops and so on. And then you see what appears to be a field of wheat, um, also vertically horizontal. I run in the through it because I'm feeling naughty. <laughs> so this, so this. Oh no! So this, <laughs> this, this field of wheat is. Why have been? Didn't realize I've been traveling with a Tory for all this time. <laughs> Their worst enemy. So this is going to be so out of date by the time this comes out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tories are still going to be bad, so you know, so, it's all good. That's beyond timeless. the edge of the, let's call it city wall, is what appears to be a wheat field, extending vertically upwards beyond visibility, and it is moving in the wind. Bear oh, wait, the, wait, the wheat field is on the... Yes. So, so... Allow me to continue describing before you ask okay, questions. Okay. <laughs> so, you have, your, you have your city, which has been tipped on its side, and then where, you know, imagine... Basically, imagine a, a medieval settlement which has a wall and then a, a field. Yeah. Hunk, the whole lot's up. What is the field on... The field is, it appears to be like a cliff face that just disappears upwards, like someone has taken turf and slapped it on the side of a cliff. However, as you get closer, you start to realise it's not wheat, that's just what your brain was processing it as. Oh, God. It's going to be hair or something gross. Fur. Oh, oh no. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> ben goes through a lot of facial okay. expressions very quickly. I'm you into see this. a furry cliff. The, awesome. The city has oh, been built on a no. furry cliff. Behemoth fell over. No. Did a behemoth get hit in the brain by an asteroid? <laughs> <laughs> and then die? That's so yeah. much better than anything I have yeah, got. Yeah, that clearly. Yeah. But you see a furry... They built, they built a city on the back of this But the behemoth was just wandering along and they get hit by the Tunguska event. It's like, <laughs> boof. Oh, no. Oh that's it's like a Detective Pikachu where it turns out that the yeah, entire thing yeah, is a big that's... turtle. Oh yeah, so at some point the bear's just going to get up and wander off because that scene had absolutely no impact on the plot of the movie. So I, f- yeah. I do fear... Get dragged to, uh, to Peter Pikachu. I, <laughs> I do fear you may have started to get ahead of me a little bit, but yes, you see just a... excited you about your a, cool thing, Alex. You see a furry cliff, what do you do? Uh, 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 Keep going, find the heads. Um, I... Oh wait, we can smell poo, we're going towards the butt. We need to turn around and go towards the heads. You, you may... Still be ahead okay. of me. Okay. <laughs> okay. It died. Things poop when they die, yeah. you guys. Okay, so having. Okay, okay. After seeing the fur, with, with my character having seen what they saw, we'll start jumping up and down with excitement, going, oh, yeah. It's real! It's real! The behemoths are real! Kwame's gonna go and poke the fur. Uh, okay. 
Um, so obviously it takes a while to you know get to it. You're a healthy distance from it. Uh, do you um, are you trying to grab hair? Or are you trying to reach past the hair? I just want to investigate the hair. Oh, I don't want. I don't want to know what the parasites are like. Give oh. me a perception <laughs> check. Give me a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a bad decision. Um, 18. 18. You get this for free. As you start approaching it, you hear the movement of small creatures in amongst the fur. <laughs> you know straight away, like, I'm not going to stop you, but you know straight away that wading into fur that's maybe twice as long as you are and just wading into it to the sound of tiny critters is probably a bad idea. You know this. Yeah. Once Kwame is close enough to realise there are massive fleas in this. That's the kind of thing that your brain is He's going to turn around and come back because he knows fleas are bad. <laughs> well, the thing, is, is, it's, yeah. the thing is, is if, if this is a huge berry fur smell, it's going to be more likely to be ticks. Oh, that's even grosser. That is yep. worse. That is worse. Oh. There's a reason I'm giving you a free... Nope. Your character <laughs> gets you. to nope that situation. Give me some cool, nope. hefty content warnings on this one. That's a that's bad horrible. idea. Yes. Um, Pyotr has kind of realised what's going on and has, has literally just been standing there in stunned silence with his mouth slightly open. He, so, he looks like he's blue screened. He's so, just like. So what? Yeah. Sorry, no, I shouldn't interrupt you. No, but that, that's. I'm... Okay. Uh, well, so while Kwame's doing this, I am babbling excitedly at Piotr's, like, unresponsive form. <laughs> I've seen this, the mountains that move. I've seen one of these. Nobody would have believed me, but now we have evidence. Evidence these things exist. There are bare the size of mountains with towns on them. They, they exist. Do I come back? Yes. Okay, I come back and say, um, not good over there. It's uh, got the, there are things in it. Let's not go uh, close to that. Uh, uh, that. That makes sense. It's, it's a massive animal. If, if it's, it's got, rotting, it will it's have got all insects. the right. Or big, um, big things, not good. We should. Who has knowledge? Nature. Uh, me. Sort all, of all me. Of us have a bit. Yeah. If you have knowledge, nature. Um, no aiding one another, but you can all roll knowledge, nature. Nineteen. Seven. Oh. Three. Bad luck. I have no additional insights I can give you. I missed the plumbing DC by one. You <laughs> may have missed the minimum DC by one, yes. <laughs> Only I'd had advantage. Actually, I rolled an 18. I probably didn't. Nah, we, gonna... you want a fuzzy logic RPG system and then stuff gets real messy real quickly. <laughs> so what are you doing? I, I don't... We, this is a creature, but it's so... so big. The question is, how mm. do we prove this? We can't... Do you hear another fell cry all of you on the wind this time it is the sound of something big maybe some kind of bird or something wait far away when animals die there are vultures carrion when an animal this size dies we should hide no why this exists there is, there is another cry from a different place in the sky oh, no. we should hide I'm good uh, yes uh, uh, the, the buildings the buildings will be the closest place I don't think that's a good idea. Well, it's either that or we run from here. There is a third cry. Everyone roll initiative. Whoa! <laughs> Damn it. Um, can I just ask a quick question about the terrain we're on? Yes. Is it stone or dirt? Uh, you are currently on dirt. Okay. Very, very mucky, horrible dirt. Okay. Good job, Ben, with my blank initiative. So what box. did Zoya get? It's just two, isn't it? Yeah. Is it not plus proficiency? Depends Not on the initiative, I don't think. Fine. Oh, I bet there's a feat that's plus there proficiency. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's their version of improved initiative. So, what's your... Well, it uh, goes between characters. Um, seven. Cool, excellent. Um, and Piot? 
17. That's a different number. And Kwame. 14. Boo. I mean, not boo that you succeeded. <laughs> boo, I failed. Boo yourself! <laughs> I hate when other people do well. <laughs> Excellent. In that case, then. Piot, you're up first. Can I see anything? No. Then I draw my scimitars. Anything else? Stay vigilant. Okay. Kwame, you're up. I would also like to draw my scimitars. Scimitar heavy party. Yeah, well they're the only they're the only thing I can I can wield. Um no, I'm going to attempt to hide. Okay, cool. Could you please <laughs> give me a well you can take the hide action. Uh, so that's your main action. Can you please give me a stealth check? Yes. Twenty. Twenty. Okay, cool. Um, you hide real good. Uh, you, from where you are, it's not far. It's it's a, it's a decent closeness. We'll say for the sake of my ease. Um, to like some of the rubble pile, and you hide yourself amongst the rubble yeah. pile. I mean, I have a thing here called um, Mask of the Wild, which means I can attempt to hide even when I'm only lightly obscured. Ah, there you go. Cool. That makes sense. In which case, then, you all start to see a large, mechanically large creature swooping down out of the um, out of the mists, and it immediately attacks yourself, whose name I forgot. Uh, Zoya. Zoya. Zoya immediately attacks Zoya. Okay. What is seventeen? Okay. Good to know. Uh, a hit, and one more. And a miss. Good to know. Um, dealing. Doo, 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 I need a d4. Could someone pass me a d4? I can't reach my own dice. Thank you. Dealing. Uh, only nine damage, but it flies by. It gouges at you with a uh, pair of talons and with its beak and then swoops sort of on its way again. Okay. Um, how it, swoopy? How away? This how is important. Away, yes, exactly. So it is. Beyond your movement, I believe. What, 40 foot? Uh, is your oh, of course, barbarian. Yeah, but not straight up. So here's the thing. I believe your jump distance would mean it is at the absolute limit of your movement if you were to run and jump, but that's the only way you could get to it. Cool. I thought you'd want that information. Okay. Um, in which case, then, you also all hear another cry from a different location. It's definitely getting closer. Zoya, you are up. Okay, so uh, mechanical synchronicity question. Yes. Basically, um, I can activate my rage as a standard action, right? You can activate your... Rage? Yes. As a standard action. Uh, ooh, or is it bonus? I would have to double check. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's bonus. I believe it's a bonus action. Oh, great. Okay, cool. Um, in which case, I would like to run, jump, and grab hold of this thing's back. Like, basically jump on this thing. Yep. Um, and activate my rage. Um, can I suggest, just because of the way the system works, it is easier to do the rage first. I no, don't know if you're... Because okay. otherwise I have the potential with wild magic to hurt my friends. Okay. Aww. So I don't get advantage on uh, on my strength check, but I... I yeah. am going to fudge the distances slightly to make this work because it's cool. Um, I will need a grapple check from you, though. Sure. Um, it is a... It's an opposed... Your athletics versus its athletics. It's a bonus action, right? Okay, I'm going to run to it, and as I leap, rage... I'm, you can split movement in um, in fine. fifth ed, so you then can do I your do move, that. rage, move, yes, and then which means I get advantage strength checks. So that's, that's going to be a, a grapple. So it is an athletics roll from you. That's uh, a seventeen. You successfully grapple the large creature. Also, 
as I raged, I have a wild magic surge because I am following the path of the wild soul. Yep. I roll a d8. Six. Arcane energy taps into the minds of those around you. Each creature within 30 foot of you must succeed on a wisdom saving throw, or you, uh, or you see a glimpse of the creature's thoughts, learning how it plans to attack you. As a result, the creature has disadvantage on attack rolls against you until the start of your next turn. Excellent. Um, I will do the wisdom save, but it's probably going to fail. What's the DC? Mm, DC... Uh, eight proficiency bonus. It's already on failed. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Fair, fair it rolled low. I just needed to check. Some yeah. of the barbarians have a real like low DC thing. Yeah, but, no, no, like no, a good is... effect. Uh, it definitely worked. And the insight you get into this thing, which I'm going to give you for extra for free, is this thing's intelligent. It's not just a beast. It's a beast that can think. So that's how you're getting in insight. Uh, in it. which case, well, when I get that, as I'm raging, I'll be. This is intelligent. That's absolutely fine to have done. The creature, because 5e has a grapple system that works that I understand every nuance of, its <laughs> movement is reduced to zero. It is still technically flying, but kind of flapping around all over the yep. place. Um, there are additional things that you will be able to do next round, but you cannot do them now. Uh, in which case, then, Piot, you are up. Um, I would like to activate Hunter's Sense. Yep. Uh, choose one creature you can see within 60 foot. Yep. You immediately learn whether the creature has any damage immunities, resistances, or vulnerabilities and what they are if the creature is not hidden from divination magic. That's absolutely fine. Cool. Um, it doesn't even have an oppose, does it? It's just a... Nope, you, I just you get just it. get info. It's either immune to it or I get that info. Um, so the info that you get is it has no resistances. It is a giant vulture. Uh, can you give me... I'm going to do this for free. Can you give me an additional knowledge nature tied to the things that you're learning from this spell, please? Uh, seven. Total seven? Yes. Yeah, it is a giant vulture. It, oh, no, t ten total, sorry. Uh, a giant vulture, it is quite dangerous because it has a very nasty habit, which is, A, it doesn't mind attacking smaller prey because it's so big, unlike yeah. normal vultures. Additionally, it has a nasty habit where if someone goes down, it will immediately try to finish them off before moving on to the next person. Uh, they are very, very lethal for that reason. They aren't necessarily the biggest, scariest, baddest thing in the world, but if anyone is down, they're probably going to be killed by this thing. Cool. Can I see... We heard three cries. Can I see either of the other two yet? No, visibility is too low. Makes sense. Oh dear. Do you do anything else with your turn? Um, no. Okay, cool. In which case, then, Kwame, you are up. If I... is um, Am I able to cast a spell and remain hidden at the same time? You would have to leave hiding and cast a spell, and then return you would have to, to return to hiding next round. Depend what spell? <laughs> Technically, yes. However, most spells will be. Obvious. I know druid okay. quite yeah. well. I do not believe at this level there is anything you could do that would not ruin your hiding. Okay, I want. I wanted to cast lightning bolt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that that's going to give you away. Yeah, okay. in a big way. In a big, big way. Okay. You can still do it. I'm going to do it. Okay, cool. Um, bear in mind that there's a likely chance that you are going to hit Zoya because Zoya is grappling the giant bird. The visible one. Ooh. It's fine, go for it. I've got rage, so I'm resistant to damage. I, I, well, it still doesn't sound like a great idea. No, you are resistant. Uh, depends. Oh, you're wait, not what, a bear what, totem. What damage are you doing? So you're resistant to specific types. Yeah, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Lightning bolt is none of those. Oh, it I is was, lightning. Sorry, I was looking at uh, uh, rules errata, so I wasn't listening. <laughs> yep. Fair. I've got loads of hit points. You are not Zolf. This character is Got injured by lightning. Hit points. You're not beefy. Decision time. We're pretty, pretty, pretty beefy, beefy girl. Okay. Yeah. So, lightning bolt. Is it happening? Yes or no? No. I'm going to meld into stone instead. That's <laughs> a really good call. Um. So, 
meld into stone for anyone that doesn't know. Uh, how would you, would you like to describe how it looks? Because we've already discussed how this spell works. Um, I I like to think that it looks like it sounds like I sort of um, start to look more and more lumpy and grey until suddenly you disappear into the <laughs> yes. okay great okay and I can hide for eight hours I'm, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just I'm just standing there with both scimitars drawn yelling defiantly at the sky cool um, in which case then Kwame you have melded into stone um Two large vultures immediately swoop at um, Piot. Are there any opportunity attacks things in this system? Do I get uh, to attack them as they you hit me? You can do an attack of opportunity as it does. Yeah. I realise retrospectively I should have granted you oh, one, yeah. but... Uh, I got to jump on a bird, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, I fudged it for that. I'd, so be, I'd, I'd be more angry if I'd failed to do that. But first, first bird flies up to you. And what's your AC? Uh, 15. Oh, that's so many dice rolls. Uh, no, you got very, very lucky. So, two sweep from nowhere yep. um, from opposite ends and all begin clawing and attacking at you. They are not trying the flyby that the first one did. They are just in your face sure. and very, very large. Um, only one of the attacks... You are yep. dodging all around. Only one of the attacks manages to hit. Dealing a total of seven damage. At which point, then, we are on to Zoya. Cool. Um, right. I can attack this thing, right? Yes. Okay, I'll hold on with my legs and whack it in the brain with my warhammer. So what I would say at this point is, because I know grapple inside out, just describe cinematically what you're going for and I can translate that into mechanics like that. That's fine. I hold on with my legs and whack it with a two-handed strike <laughs> with my warhammer. Okay, excellent. Maintaining a grapple does not require uh, any stuff. You mm-hmm. only Is it a two-handed or one-handed warhammer? It is a versatile, so I'm choosing to use it two-handed. You cannot if you're grappling, but you can use it one-handed. And that's why I described it like that. Yes. Fine, so I continue to hold its neck and whack it Make in the brain. Make the attack roll. It does not take any disadvantages, but its movement speed remains zero. Cool. I love knowing the grapple rules in a system. Uh, I love it. I am going to take a reckless attack. You can do that. Gosh. <laughs> and roll two 11s. Um, but that's still a 16. That's uh, a hit. Cool. And... Ideal. <laughs> Five damage. Five damage, that's fine. Top of the initiative, Piot, what are you doing? Uh, I choose one of the two birds attacking me. Yep. I activate uh, Slayer's Prey okay. and attack it three times with my scimitars. Do that. Because uh, I get both a bonus a- attack action and I have two weapon fighting, so I get three attacks every round. I rolled garbage. Wow. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 14... An 11 and a 9 on my three attacks. Two out of three hit. Nice. Uh, So the first hit gets an extra d6 damage because of Slayer's Prey, and the second hit is just 1d6 damage. So I do... That's a better roll. Uh, 19 damage. I'm yelling the whole time. I'm just, like, <laughs> rage screaming, even though I don't have a rage feat. I'm just a very shouty little man. Uh, one, one of the, one of the uh, vultures is, is absolutely messed up. It's still flying, but it, it looks like you have almost killed the thing outright immediately. It's in a very bad way. 
in which case then we are on to Kwame you are currently melded with stone your ability to perceive what's happening beyond the stone has now kind of disappeared because you, all you're hearing is <laughs> so you've no idea what's going on do you choose to do anything else or just stay hiding in a rock nope Kwame's pr- priority is survival I love Kwame <laughs> Kwame's great he's That's like fair. look they're giant vultures <laughs> He's not He's not going to make it. He's not going to be able to survive that, so he's not going to try. So, give me a second. Oh, I just horrible heads. What is your... Actually, I'm asking this wrong. I've already done my rolls. So, vultures, you are going to be making a... Who's you? Killed them. Yep. You are going to be making a choice. Would you like to roll opposed athletics or opposed acrobatics? Oh dear. Are they grappling me? They are. Uh, opposed athletics, please. Because one's a plus six and one's a plus zero. Excellent. <laughs> Garbage oh. rolls at ten total. Excellent. And the same again, please. Oh. Eleven total. What is happening? <laughs> The two vultures dice. both sink their talons into you and begin to take off vertically, awesome. lifting you into the air. <laughs> My yell takes on a slightly more panicked <laughs> note. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, you are beginning to be lifted. Uh, you are all ready by the end of this 30 feet in the air. Awesome. Uh, Zoya, you are up. Did the vulture not try and attack me or get out of the grapple or anything? I am rubbish today. <laughs> I'm going to do that now, if okay. you may. That's fine. The vulture attempts to escape the grapple because sure. this grapple will end up killing this vulture if it does not do so. Uh, so I'm opposing that? Or? You are going to have to give me an athletics roll, please. Oh, I have advantage because I'm raging. And it's a strength check. Oh, wow. These are crap rolls. That's an 11. Uh... It manages just to break the grapple, shake you off, and begin sort of gaining height away from you. Nothing I can do about that. Zoya, you are up. You are now dropped down. It is out of your range, unless you throw stuff at it. Is, I mean, these all fly and I'm melee base. Yep. I can't do anything. Correct. I stand there, I guess. You should hide. No, because I want them to come back to me. (laughs) No, I I stand there really angry. I'm assuming, I'm basically, I'm just making sure that there is no actual functional mechanical way I can help in this situation. You now. made <laughs> all of the right down. choices up to now. No, no, that's, it, that's breaking fine. the grapple asking... means, yeah, it got away, fine. and it, you're going to have to wait for it to come back. Could, could you look up Hunter's Mark for me? I can. Piot, you are up. Uh, okay, I will take a... Can I, I can still act freely? I just can't move of my own accord, right? Um, I'm afraid... Or do I have to try and break the you grapple? You can attack. Yeah. Breaking the grapple is your main action. Your movement speed is zero. I don't want to break the grapple. I just want to kill these things. You can, you can, you can stab. Cool. Um, so I'm going to activate. I'm going to use a bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on the uh, same one I already attacked. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Cool. Uh, uh, and I'm going to attack it. I'm going to roll the attacks individually this time because mm-hmm. I will move to the second one if I kill this one. That's fine. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, that is a hit. Uh, so I'm getting 1d6 from the weapon, 1d6 from Big Bit, Sayer's Prey, and 1d6 from the Hunter's Mark. Wow. Uh, 14 damage. Oh, Oh my. And is that the one that you've already attacked? Yeah. 
it just a wing comes off and it falls with viscera spraying everywhere. Cool. I take my next two attacks on the other one. Uh, that is an 18 and a 14. Both hit. Uh, these are only 1d6 each, sadly, so I don't have any effects on this one. Uh, 10 damage total. 10 damage total, understood. Uh, the creature appears harmed, but still capable of flying and still capable of holding your sorry ass. My, my, <laughs> my panic yell is now, now I've killed one of them, turned it into meat. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill the wings carrying me and just take the falling damage. <laughs> Kwame, you are up. I remain fighting. I'm not going out there. You can't make me. <laughs> that's a really, that's <laughs> Excellent. In that case, then, uh, in I will jump on to. You all hear the sounds of. Uh, obviously, your combat's been loud. None of you's been trying to be quiet. There've been cries no. and so on. You hear, <laughs> I've been the opposite of quiet. You, you I'm hear, a barbarian. You hear the cries of multiple other uh, vultures further away and approaching. Um, it seems like you've managed to alert basically everything within about a mile. And there's loads of them. Um, with that in mind, the one that is currently grappling in inverted commas, um, Piot, uh, continues to raise 30 feet in the air, then uses the dash action, which <gasps> you can do whilst maintaining a grapple to move a further 30 feet in the air. So you are now 90 feet in the oh air. Oh my God. All right. That's um, so many feet. Yep. <laughs> oh. I'd still rather die falling than have it take me back to its nest and eat me slowly. <laughs> That's fair. Um, in which case, the one that was attacking um, Zoya swings by for another go. Okay. And it just goes for you. It doesn't try a flyby or anything. It just tries to go for you. Okay. Uh, Does it hit 17? It hits... <laughs> Twice. Sure. Um, Those are two good rolls. However, I believe you are resistant to this type of damage. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to totally all up and you can just halve it. Yep. Um, Fourteen total. Cool. Um, and so obviously with resistance, that's down to seven. It's like oh, nothing. A, yep. Yep. Uh, and it's just there, hovering and going for you. It didn't uh, like do I get grappled. an attack opportunity? Doesn't work like that. Only cool. I cast hellish rebuke. Oh, oh you have hellish oh, rebuke. I'm a tiefling. Oh yes, you are. Uh, hellish rebuke's great. Yep. Um, Sounds fabulous. It's fab. Yeah. Walk us through the mechanical effects. Um, I love and the, I've got it. I love the flavour addition you, at the very, very start. Yeah, you point your finger and the creature that damaged you is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. The creature Ooh. must make a dexterity saving throw. It takes 2d10 fire damage on a failed save or half as ma- that much on a successful run. I cast it as a third level spell, so that, sh- that is actually 4d10. And do we I know the DC? The DC is... Um, it fails, it doesn't matter. It fine. rolls so low. It will be 8 plus charisma plus... Um, it, it rolled so low it's beyond cool uh, it takes 4d10 damage I think I might kill it uh, I'm thinking you probably will I but could roll four ones roll, yes. could roll four ones didn't uh, mm. 11 it's 14, extremely 20. dead yeah it, it bursts into flames and just immolates <laughs> ha <laughs> right who's next <laughs> oh my god now look for more <laughs> at which point um, me my turn it is yes. It is you. Uh, I use my bonus action to uh, activate Slayer's Prey, targeting the one that's still alive, and attack it three times. Actually, no. Hang on. I've done something really stupid. It died on its turn because you used Hellish Rebuke on the Vulture itself. Oh, I get it. It is Zoya's turn. 
Yeah. Because you killed it on its turn. What can I do? <laughs> Yell. <laughs> um, I'm so glad I had run, this turn. Run underneath me. <laughs> Catch. Yes, <laughs> Piotr. Can I see Piotr? He is at the edge of your visibility. He is ten feet away from being uh, lost to you in the mist. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run, run. I'm gonna run after it because that's the one vulture I can see. <laughs> Excellent. In which case, then, Piot. Uh, yeah, I activate Slayer's Prey, targeting the one that's carrying me, and attack it three times, yelling. Uh, twenty-three, Hit. fifteen, Hit. seventeen. Hit. Uh, forty-six plus nine damage total. Ooh. You guys are so good at making damaging characters. Like, I don't know how you do it I, at all. I've played a barbarian, and that's what they do. Oh. Also, you say very damaging. Ben has also had the issue of he was optimised for not this fight specifically, <laughs> which is a whole whole mess of trouble. 25 damage. 25. Uh, it dies, and... Ah! Oh, no! I'd like to take a reaction oh, okay. <laughs> to try and catch him. Okay. What sort oh. of check is this? Fall into Zoya's arms, um, please. So, what this is going to be is I'm going to request a... Um, as your reaction, Ooh. I'm going to allow this. Can you give me an athletics check, please? Okay, yeah. I leap forward, turn round, and like try and basically catch him while I'm in the air so I take the impact. Oh, I roll oh. like rubbish. Um, I do get a f- 14. Okay, cool. Um, in which case, then, you were 90 feet in the air, correct? Yeah. Uh, can people pass me all of the D6s? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we roll uh, Bryn's special no, armor D6? No, not my special D6. Oh, you can't hurt Bryn with his own special D6. That's not. I've it. got loads of other D6s. It's just that if we're waiting for all of the D6s, I'm going to roll one at a time. It's going to take a while, yeah. so if we can just fetch all of the D6s. Uh, we're, we're nearing and how many of... How many is it per ten foot? I still need more. I've got, I've got more. Oh my god! There's a box. That's enough. That's enough. That's not mixed. That's enough. That's enough. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. No, you wanted all of them. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you want more D six, Alex? <laughs> D6. Do you want them? There you go. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. How do you feel about it? Genie's wish. Okay, eh? cool. One sec. One sec. So, here it is. This is the sound of my favourite type of damage. It's, it takes a little bit of engineering. The deadliest but kind of damage in any system ever. Yeah. So I've got loads of hit points. Mm. And what was your athletics check? Hey, Just let me what? confirm. 14. Excellent. Guess what, Ben? I'm a beefy boy. Mm. You're a beefy boy! <laughs> so, Piot oh. takes... Uh, let's do this maths quick. Oh, dear. 10, 20, oh. 31, 32, 33, 34, 35 falling damage. Boom. Can you write it down? What happens to me? What, how, how does my attempt go? You failed your athletics check. Okay. You take... Oh, you can't double the damage. You sure. could take a couple of these things. Yeah, what is this? He says he's not, but he's I rolling just, all the dice. I just like the noise. <laughs> that is the worst way to roll dice, and I hate you for that. <laughs> 22 damage, because so I, I rolled almost max on I yours. I didn't reduce any of his damage at all. Uh, it counts as bludgeoning damage, so you're resistant. No, I don't reduce any of his damage at all. No. Oh. You failed. Fair enough. <laughs> you failed the check, and he's a beefy, beefy boy. I'm a beefy boy. <laughs> Sorry, it's only 11 damage. I've got loads of hit points left. Oh. I'm glad you have that attitude, because I think what we're going to no, do... No, I literally mechanically we... have loads of hit points I know, but we're going to zoom out. We're going to zoom out as more and more large vultures 
sweep into your vision and I'm going to keep zooming out. Should we just establish whether or not um, Piotr is alive or dead? Because I mean, all Piotr's, we said is beefy boy. Piotr's definitely not... alive. He's fine, man. Piotr's Great. fine. Oh, okay. That's absolutely That's fine. That's what beefy boy means. That's <laughs> the beefy beefy boy. Okay. So as we zoom out and we see more and more large vultures approaching your position, more and more, and we zoom out further and further, and mm, maybe there's a brief parting in the mists and we see you fighting for your lives at the base of an upended city. I'm gonna th- I think I'm gonna end that one here. I okay. think that's a nice one to end. I'm not saying we won't necessarily return to these characters, but I like ending it there. Suspenseful. I'm sad Piot's alive, but that, for now. <laughs> that's the takeaway from this. Kwame's alive. Kwame's safe as houses. Oh yeah. In fact, no, Kwame's safer than houses because the houses are having <laughs> Yeah, trouble. he's not falling down. Kwame is fine. I, I always knew I'd go out like this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're going to wrap that one up there and uh, I'm probably going to return to these characters in future but now is not the time. So I hope you all enjoyed your foray into the northern wastes and I'm really proud of you all for recognising that you were approaching the giant butt before you did. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by April Sumner. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at rustyquill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website or on Reddit at r slash rustyquill. Thanks for listening. Oh, sorry. La 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 
Woebegone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woebegone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.